Welcome back to the Mission Women podcast. I'm Katie Edelman, and I'm here with Katie Sievers. The Katie is from the 80s, here to chat with some amazing people and encourage each other in our walks with Jesus. We are excited to continue How Great Is Our God, a series about the amazing characteristics of God. During these conversations, we'll be talking about 10 attributes of God that are part of making Him the amazing holy God that He is. We'll lean into these words that can feel so intimidating, like immutable, and sovereign, and break them down. The hope is that we spend time thinking about who God is. We'll all grow in our understanding, appreciation, and our wonder of Him. Our jumping off point was a book by Jen Wilson called None Like Him. And we highly recommend giving it a read or a listen if you are an audiobook person. We're excited to have a couple of repeat guests, as well as some new voices here on the podcast, including some of our very own pastors here at Mission Bible. Today, we're excited to talk with Kelly Martinez about the fact that God is sovereign. It's going to be a great episode, and we can't wait to share it with you. We hope that through this series, you'll be encouraged in your walk with Jesus. Kelly, why don't you go ahead and just like tell us a little bit about yourself? Absolutely. Um, so I'm Kelly Martinez. Super excited to be here, hang out with you ladies. Um, so I am married to Jesse. I've been his wife for seven years. We have two kids, Lily and Jax. Super cute most of the time. <laughs> um, and yeah, I've been going to Mission Bible for, I don't even know how many years, maybe five. I still call it, I don't call it Mission Bible most of the time for me. <laughs> Don't we still call it Manuka? Um, But yeah, I've been hanging out there doing music stuff. I've been a musician for a while and training worship theaters and doing music here and around and touring and all those things and fun stuff like that. So super excited to get to hang out and just chat about God's sovereignty. So yeah. Yeah. I love that. So like as we're jumping into this, can you tell us a little bit about sovereignty and like what that means? Yeah, I feel like that's such a big word. Mm-hmm. Like it just has these huge things attached to it. We're like, whoa, like the sovereignty of God. <laughs> you know, yeah. you almost like hear it in a deep voice in the distance. Such a light question. Just a few little light talks. <laughs> but yeah, the sovereignty of God. So I actually I actually have to read you this thing because it was so good. I was reading from John Piper a few days back and I was like this just totally explains how I feel like I would describe it he was just talking about how God is in control of everything let me pull it up he said there are no limits to God's rule this is the part of what it means to be God he's sovereign over the whole world over every single thing that happens in it he's never helpless he's never frustrated he's never at a loss in Christ God's sovereignty um, is the place where we feel the most reverent most secure and most free He's in control over the Taliban. He's in control over ISIS. He's the last word over every president, over every language, over every people, over every country, every president, every king, every pandemic, every politician, great or small. Mm. And I just love that, that we just are under his authority, like everything, like that's it. He's the final word. Like he never gets backed into a corner. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's it. That's exactly it. That in the end, no matter what the situation or the circumstance, like God has the final say and he's going to do um, his will. And I was like, all right. <laughs> Done. Yeah. Way to go, John Piper. Yeah. Thanks, John Piper. <laughs> Way to bring the thunder. <laughs> I love that quote. And I love 
too, that it puts um, this word sovereignty, right, like into a very, like, real context for us. Because I feel like the idea of sovereignty, especially, like, since we're a church in the U.S., you know, we don't really talk about kings and queens and sovereigns in that respect at time. And so that quote, too, just kind of shows, like, yeah, even over all these things that are huge, that are like, huge in our daily lives, huge in our country, huge in our world. Like, like he rules over all of that. And, so um, and yeah, I just, I love that. I'm so glad you you shared that because it does kind of give a little bit more context for the word sovereignty. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you can hear it and it's kind of just hard to even picture. Like, mm-hmm. okay, what does that even mean in my life? Like, what's the actual mm-hmm. application to, like, it's the small things, it's the big things, it's the things you worry about. It's all of those things that he's like, hey. I'm in charge of all of it. Oh, all right. (laughs) Sweet. (laughs) To me, that's like totally freeing, right? Like in a world where like, it's kind of crazy. I mean, I don't know if anybody's noticed, but it's kind of nuts up there. (laughs) Just a pinch. (laughs) I I don't know. But I I think to me, like the idea of that um, to like grasp and like to wrap my my mind around it, it's so freeing to me. And it almost like, it almost like is a relief in a way um, just because there's so many things that you're like, Oh my goodness, like this is crazy. And what are we going to do? And what's happening? Like just to like, let that like to rest in that. Right. And to just really like, how does that look when you're like resting in, in the fact that God is sovereign over like the littlest teeny detail of your life, like what you're eating for dinner when you're like, oh my gosh, I'm a mom, I need to make dinner. <laughs> and then like of the big things, like you said, the t- like John Piper quoted, like over the Taliban, over like big, big, huge things. Like what does that look to rest in the fact that God is sovereign? I think that's so good. And I think that's kind of what I, I've been thinking about this past week. Like because it is exactly that. It's so freeing that when you realize, because I think sometimes we think we have to control stuff. We think we have to do these different things. We have to organize our kids' lives. We have to get our marriages right. We have to be in ministry. Like there's all these shoulds. Like shoulds are just a huge mess. I feel like in the church and in Christianity, like there's just a lot of should everywhere. But I feel like it takes that away where you're like, okay, God, like I can just rest in the fact that you know what's happening. Like mm-hmm. you're doing it. I actually was driving somewhere this morning. And I was just kind of asking God, like, what are some, like, how do you see this? You know, like, what's a good a picture and and how how do you explain it, you know? And I, like, looked up. And if you ever drive on Holt Road, which is kind of by the church, there's these little parachuting guys. I don't know mm-hmm. if you guys have ever mm-hmm. seen them before. Um, but there's these little guys in a parachute, and it's like they're in, like, this little seat under it that's a motor somehow. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It looks like it would be really fun, but I also know that if I did it, I would probably <laughs> wet myself, like, 50 times. <laughs> but so, like, they're flying up in the air, right? And they're, and I felt like God was like, that's totally how I see it. Like, they're just along for the ride. And the wind's kind of blowing them. I don't know how it works, so they might have a motor. Who's to say? <laughs> but, like, that's kind of the same thing. And I felt like he was like, this is just the same thing. Where, like, the wind is just kind of, I'm handling it. I'm going where it's going. And you're just kind of along for the ride. And that, like, sweet freedom to, like, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, I can do that. That makes it sound like something I can actually do as opposed to, you know, handle the world. Yeah. But yeah, for me, I feel like to, um, so I was explaining this to you actually, Katie, the other day. So something that our family is going through this past season. Um, so Lily, Lily has a different mom and we've been just fighting over custody for her and going to court and trying to figure out 
what that looks like. And um, it's tricky because in the past she's had addictions and different things. So it's not necessarily a safe situation um, for Lily. And that's like a huge thing for our family and praying over like the safety of your kids and what's that going to look like. And that was something that I felt like God was really like testing my faith in his sovereignty. Because he's like, do you trust that like when it comes to our kids, that's like, do you trust your safety of your kids to me? So, <laughs> I'm like gonna, so precious. Yeah, right? it's like, so big. Yeah, yeah, you know, a small thing like that where you're just like, oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's really big. And mm-hmm. and so I feel like God was, has been calling to us to that lately just to even experience that deeper part of like, hey, I have all of that under control too and their safety. And um, and it, yeah, it's been crazy even in that situation, little things that he like shows up along the way like— um, there was a lawyer that we had to meet with, like every, all the parties had to meet with them. And and we've really just been praying for it on going into that week and just, you know, wisdom for everybody involved and things to keep Lily safe. And and Jesse showed up to the lawyer and the secretary was our old friend from a different church. And I was like, hi, what are you doing here? And it was just really cool. It was just those little things along the way. I feel like that God reminds us in it that he's like, listen, like I have this under control. Like I know those little things. I know what you need in it. So it's not just the big, like I'll handle it. And then you don't ever hear anything again. And you're mm-hmm. like, I wonder how that went down. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But he's like, I'm going to show you, I'm going to show up and I'm going to give you these little like God sightings along the way. That's what we've been calling them lately mm-hmm. in our house. I'm like, mm-hmm. what's the God sighting, you know, for this week that you've seen, like just an example and details where you see God showing up and just reminding you that he's in control and, and handling those things. So I love that. I, I, I love that too. And I, I love the fact that like, that's something like that was new to me this year when like I'm learning growing and just trying to read and talk to my Christian friends. I'm like, Oh, I would like complain or like, or like express a worry or an anxiety or a fear to like a lot of my Christian friends. And I'm so grateful to have these relationships because they always point me. They're like, yeah, but he like, God loves your kids more than you do. Like he loves them more than you do. And that's like a new concept to me. And it's hard, right? Like if these are your kids, but no, but they're my kids. Like that is not, that is not how it's going to happen. You know, <laughs> yeah, totally. God's like, God's like, no, but I love them more than you do. Like they are my children and I've given them to you to steward, but like, these are my kids and you need to trust that this is part of their process and their life. And, and they have like, these things that happen to them. And as much as you want to protect them, God is in control. And then also realizing the fact that like God sometimes doesn't give you what you want for your kids. Like sometimes it doesn't work out and you have to like, be like, okay, like, I'm not sure what you're doing here, but I'm going to trust you because like you have a path or, you know, nothing is, nothing is without, you know, your goodness and your glory. So um, I just really love that. And that's like a really hard situation, Kelly. So, I mean, we'll definitely be praying over that for you and your family because that's, that's difficult. Mm-hmm. It's good, though. And I, I feel like exactly what you're saying, like the pain. I feel like Errol said this the other day, but also someone just said this morning, like we pray that we would not have to deal with pain or, you know, we even go to therapy so we can kind of get rid of past pain. But I don't think that that's really the goal is to get rid of the pain. Like it's kind of to like to walk through the Lord with it and let him kind of use it to shape us, to see him differently and see ourselves differently, like experience him differently, Mm -hmm. which isn't the most fun ever. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily choose that, but (laughs) it's, it's good. 
Those are the times you're like, okay, this is why you're God and I'm not. I get it. (laughs) Yeah, I think, like, what kind of both of you, like, kind of touched on this and made me think about it, like, the goodness of his sovereignty and the fact that he, like, the rest that comes from it Mm. is, like, like he's a he's the best dad ever, right? Mm-hmm. He's our heavenly father. And so we can trust him with our kids. We can trust him with all these things. And I just think of, you know, on earth here we have some really amazing dads and we mm-hmm. have some not so amazing dads. But if you think of like best example of a dad, it's gonna be the dad who like shows up in here and it could be a like terrible situation, <laughs> but you're there and you're like, dad's here. And he's got it. And I just think, like, that picture of resting in his sovereignty, like, I think that is, I don't know, it's one of the things I'm most grateful for because mm-hmm. it's like, you know what? At the end of the day, dad's here and dad's got it. And the burden's off of me. Mm-hmm. And he mm-hmm. and he's going to take care of it. I think, uh, is it Corey Asbury has the song Father, Father's in the Room? It's like there is a relief and a rest that comes from that. And um, when these things are heavy and when these things are hard to be able to do that is like, I don't know. It's just so humbling mm-hmm. and such a blessing um, for sure. That's so good. Yeah. So um, as we walk through lives, as we're walking with Jesus, we have these God sightings that you <laughs> talked about. Um, are there any more that you can think of that are just really great, um, just pointers to God's sovereignty in your life? You know, it's a good question. I just, yeah, it was funny because I've been just thinking this week, knowing we're going to be talking about this, like thinking about, all right, God, what are some things that you've done throughout my life that you've pointed to different things? Like my parents were missionaries, so we already lived kind of a crazy life. And there would be all (laughs) these crazy things all the time, you know, that I can tell you about crazy times where we're like, oh, we feel like we should go to America. And then, you know, someone says, well, here's thousands of dollars. I go, you know, you're going tomorrow. You're like, oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like wow. crazy stuff. There's That's amazing. <laughs> so many crazy things um, like that that happened. But I but I feel like, like as we've just been going, the little things that I think that have been really cool, like the God settings that are, I feel like sometimes it's the small things. Sometimes it's the big things where you like hear a specific thing that you feel like, I feel like I should be doing this. And then. And then you kind of walk into it, and God's just like, hey, like, let me show you this, 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 and this is why this happened. And then later on, someone, like, just points it out, like, like, oh, man, you just said this thing, and I really needed to hear it. And I think even sometimes that's the weirdest mm-hmm. thing, that you don't even realize it sometimes. Like, mm-hmm. like our, this Bible study we've been doing, it's with these older ladies. I really love it because it's just this wisdom from, like, these 60-plus women that you just hear their, like, richness in their faith. It's really good. Um, but— Every time we've met for the past three weeks and every time I've, you know, just been writing things down, not thinking about it. And this past week, one of the ladies was talking about just like rest, like mm-hmm. this common theme of rest. And when we're trusting the Lord truly, like we can we can spend this time in rest. We're not rushing through these different things thinking we have to do this. We have to please people. We have to mm-hmm. get this, this, this all figured out. But it's like just resting. And it was crazy because I looked back in my in my journal and I had written that every single week of the yeah. study without even thinking about it. And I feel like that's kind of the whole piece that what God's speaking to me in all of the whole sovereignty piece is it's because He wants us to rest, mm-hmm. that we can just like enjoy Him the most. We can enjoy like our kids the most. We enjoy our families the most, our jobs, all that when we're like living out of rest and working out of rest. Mm-hmm. And that's why He's like, that's why I'm in charge. It's not to mm-hmm. be controlling and crazy. It's because that's like where you even get creativity the best, like where, you know, you're yeah. an artist, you like do writing and stuff. That's where I like get the best songs and things when I'm just like sitting and like 
believing God to handle the details. Like, mm. all right, Lord, now let's see. And mm. yeah, it's cool. Oh, that was really good. Good reminder, Kelly. Mm. I think it's something to know to that. Like, you have to be like open to those sightings too. Like, you have to almost relinquish control. And then I feel like that when I get so like into like my anxieties or my fears or, or whatever, I feel like I can just almost like close myself off. And when I finally like turn to the Lord, that's when I get those little God sightings, like just with like the situation of like, I was driving to the grocery store feeling defeated, you know, on the verge of tears and a little butterfly landed on like monarch butterfly landed on my windshield. And I'm like, okay, it's September. You should be dead. (laughs) I'm pretty sure you should be dead, but you're here on my windshield and you're telling me like, chill out, Katie, like you're good. It's going to be okay. Let it go. And, you know, and then also taking those little signs to kind of direct you back to God and to prayer um, and to trusting in him. And it is because, you know what, once I let it go and it's been, you know, I felt fine. I turned my day around, you know, it just, it, it, it just really is just, it could be the tiniest little thing, just like a delicate little butterfly. So yeah, totally. I love that. And it is crazy. You said that because one of the other ladies in the study was talking about butterflies earlier, talking about how she had a thing that she every time she felt like God would speak to her, she'd see a butterfly right after. And then one day where she was having a really hard time, she saw butterflies everywhere, like on her car, on ever in her mailbox. There was, she was like, it was like they were like coming out of the woodwork, like some kind of weird movie situation that kind of sounds freaky to me, but she liked it somehow. <laughs> she like they were just like coming out. It was amazing. But I think God uses those things to remind you, like, hey, I'm in, I'm in charge. I'm doing cool stuff here. No. Yeah, I'm just thinking okay. of like the movie The Birds, where it's like, yep. all oh, yeah, <laughs> totally. that is that's totally what I pictured when she said it. <laughs> I was like, I'm glad that was good for you. I'm probably gonna have a nightmare about it later, but praise the Lord. <laughs> I guess we're all oh, like, yeah, right? <laughs> like, we all get spoken to differently, <laughs> totally. whatever works for you, you know. Oh, awesome. I love it. Uh, well, Kelly, we are just so grateful that you've been able to come and um. Just encourage us to to rest in the fact that we don't have to have it all together, right? Like we don't have to we don't have to have that pressure, and we can trust God with it. So, thank you so much for for joining us today. Mm-hmm, my and, pleasure, and encouraging all of us. But before you go, we have um, a question that we want to ask. We want to keep the tradition going with um, asking. Yep. Yep favorite questions before we let you go and the question that we have for you specifically katie and i are going to have to answer this one differently yeah yeah, yeah. but um but we have for you who is your favorite musician that you have played with so katie and i haven't really performed too much with amazing (laughs) musicians i don't know i want to hear your answer to that for sure (laughs) (laughs) we'll just share our favorite musicians but we'd love to hear who have you played with and who have just i'll say the edelman family band yeah get that banjo rocking (laughs) (laughs) oh that is really fun um yeah i really liked i opened for philicum a while back i really liked that and that was kind of fun. A few other people. I don't think Cutlass is even a band anymore. But they had a girl drummer at the time. That was kind of fun because that didn't really happen that often. But, yeah, I feel like it just, like, I don't know, the way that he, that Phil was, it just was kind of encouraging because he just really didn't have, like, a, um, 
like an air about him or anything. You just kind of felt like you were playing with your friend. Like it was kind yeah. of a weird way. I kind of walked away from it being like, I could have played with in front of 10 people and I would feel the exact same way. Like <laughs> it was really weird. And I feel like that kind of changed some things like yeah. for me. So that was kind of cool. Yeah, that sets a tone in a huge way. Yeah. Like yeah. When you're relaxed. And yeah. Or you're like, huh, you kind of feel like you're in someone's living room or something. Uh-huh. I don't know. It's cool. That's really cool. Can I just say, I think I'm so cool that I have a friend who was in a band that performed in front of like a live <laughs> studio oh, audience. Geez. I feel like, I yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm friends with a famous person. It's not a big deal. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You got the Edelman family band, which I think is very <laughs> promising. <laughs> I don't know. I'm waiting for a record deal. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. Kazoos are very underrated okay. currently. <laughs> so How about you, Katie? What's your favorite band? Not one to play with. Yeah, I have not Unless played mention them. with any bands. Um, I So I'm trying to think of it like what has been like a concert experience yes. that I've really enjoyed, yeah. like the experience. Because I've been to some concerts where it's like, meh, that was nice. Um, you know, but I love it when they do storytelling and um, those yeah. sorts of things. And so yeah. I have been to a few Need to Breathe concerts. Um, that I've just really enjoyed. So I would probably have to say, like, as far as live experience, them or Matt Carney. Oh, yeah. I'm um, huge fan of Matt Carney mm-hmm. in, in college, and so really enjoyed going to a bunch of his shows. How about you, Katie? Anybody other – does anybody get honorable mention after the Edelman family? Oh, my band? goodness, you guys. <laughs> I mean, I just recently in my adult years turned to Christian music, So, and I am super lame and don't go to a lot of concerts. I hate to say it, so – um, I'm going to flip the switch here and I'm going to say in sync. Bring it up. And we all I, get what you're saying. It was great. You know you that know, Justin, Justin Timberlake doesn't Timberlake, mess around. He had the curly hair. It was a Frosted great, it was, my, it was my first concert and I went with like my best friend and my mom and it was great. Was it the, was it his ramen noodle hair phase? <laughs> yes, it was. It was. It's the way I prefer his hair. Yes. Yeah. Arguably <laughs> one of his best. <laughs> I don't know why he's changed, but let's <laughs> bring it back. Actually, teenage little preteen and teenage boys are bringing it back. It's just not as gel like. Uh huh. Makes sense. You know, it's more like poofy. <laughs> isn't that crazy that our kids are gonna have to suffer through that same thing like the boys that they like yeah. having this weird highlight hair like has no one learned anything okay. my nine-year-old is currently my nine-year-old is currently growing a mullet and i love it oh. that's so funny i love it <laughs> well thanks so much kelly for coming it's always so fun to talk to you you guys thank too you for sharing with us today have a fun hangout <laughs> thank you so much to kelly who was able to join us today it was so encouraging to really lean into the fact that we can trust god because he is the sovereign king over everything and so just to close us out i just want to share with you um this verse from chapter 29 of first chronicles so back in the old testament here um yeah, just something hopefully for us to just really reflect on the fact that God is sovereign and we can trust Him in the little things and the things Because yours, O oh Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty for all that is in heaven and in the earth is yours. Yours is the kingdom, O oh Lord, and you 
are exalted as head above all. Both riches and honor come from you, and you rule over all. In your hand are power and might, and in your hand it is to make great and to give strength to all.